On today's episode of The Tipping Point Show, I'm joined by David Giamona and Troy Anderson to discuss how one of the enemy's greatest weapons is within the church and how spiritual complacency is deceiving believers worldwide. One way to avoid being deceived online by big tech is by making sure your internet connection is secure. The way I make sure my privacy is protected online is by using today's sponsor, ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN helps you anonymize much of your online presence by hiding your IP address, a unique identifier that every device has that allows big tech to match your activity back to you. That's why I use ExpressVPN on all my devices to make it much more difficult for them to exploit my data for their own profits. So if you don't agree with big tech censorship, visit expressvpn.com forward slash end times right now and fight back. That's expressvpn.com slash end times. Use my link expressvpn.com forward slash end times to get three extra months for free. It is my great pleasure to have joining me the co-authors of a great new book. And first of all, U.S. Army Chaplain Colonel David Giamana, retired in 2018 after 32 years of military service. He's an end-time expert, scholar, author, writer, and speaker who's the president of Battle Ready Ministries and also Troy Anderson is a Pulitzer Prize-nominated investigative journalist and the best-selling co-author of The Babylon Code, Trump Ocalypse, and The Military Guide to Armageddon. He is vice president and COO of Battle Ready Ministries. Their newest book, is called The Military Guide to Disarming Deception. Gentlemen, it's good to have you here. Jimmy, it's great to be here. Oh, it's Colonel David and Troy. Yeah, and so nice. you guys have, now you, before this, you wrote The Military Guide to Armageddon. Correct. Of course, you've served in the military for 38 years, so you've, you've been around. And so you're talking about your, your first book here. A- excellent, excellent book. But we are in a war. There's no doubt about it. No question about it. And mankind has been at war since the very beginning. Sure. In fact, there's only been 268 years of peace of on earth, physical war. But more than that, Jimmy, we've been in spiritual warfare yeah. since the fall of Adam and Eve. Since the Garden of Eden. Yeah. Well, you know, Jesus referred to the devil as the enemy. You know, Paul referred to him as the enemy. Throughout the Old and New Testaments, you know, the devil's our enemy. But we're at a war, in a war with the devil, and we have been since the very beginning. No, absolutely. Troy and I um, have conspired together to fight, you know, the devil and the spiritual darkness on all levels and and our team as well. And the fact of the matter, we wrote this book on deception because right now there's so many believers being deceived and the church not being prepared and, and let alone the world being deceived. And we'll talk about that in our show, but there's so much deceptions on so many levels. Well, it's Paul in Second Thessalonians, as you guys know, and you talk about in your oh, book, yeah. he said the sign, the only sign he gave of the end was deception, that there would be a, a falling away from truth and apostasy. And so you just, it's everywhere. In fact, I have a little bit of this article here. Uh, this is from Ricky Shot, it's thehill.com. And this is a girl uh, and her name is Chloe. She says, I literally lost organs while detransitioning teens regret changing genders. She says, I was failed by the system. I lost organs. She was pushed into transitioning, had her breast removed, went on the hormone blockers and all that stuff. Now she regrets it. Her body has changed. Her bone structure has changed. She has facial hair. And she doesn't know she had her breast removed. She doesn't know if she can have babies now. And they're pushing this from kindergarten on. 
in many cases without parents' knowledge. I never thought, Troy, that I would live in a world this deceived. Yeah, I've been a journalist for three decades. I've never seen the world deluged in so much deception now, this whole push for the transgenderism and trying to persuade our kids to get these surgeries and now kids are, you know, regretting that, you know. Yeah. I mean, the, the devil's pulling out all the stops to deceive the world. Jesus told us when the disciples asked him, what are gonna be the signs of the end times? He says, watch out that no one deceives That's right. you. Mm -hmm. That's right. Well, we see now Disney. Uh, you would say the name Disney for generations and everybody would say, smile and say, well, that's, they're, well, they're family friendly. Well, they're not family friendly anymore. Mm -hmm. And they're also pushing this, this doctrine. And when you talk about deception, the military guide to deception, first of all, what, what caused you to want to write this book besides just everything happening in the world? Well, what caused it, uh, we had such a great reaction to the military guide to Armageddon. A lot of people said, is there another book coming out? And Troy and I, with our publishers, looked at all the different things going on in the world and Ask the Lord, what is it? And the Lord says, deception is really the, the key that we need to talk about in so many ways. And in the military, we use deception to win wars. Right. I mean, Russia, just with the Ukraine, was deceived the whole world thinking we're not going to attack, while at the same time they were planning to attack. Right. War is all about deception, and Satan is bringing it to the church and bringing great deception within into our pulpits. So there's a lot of levels here. So what would you, the, the average person watching out there, and I don't think most people think they're deceived. So how would you know, uh, and you talk about this in your book, but how would you know that you're deceived or that you're in the process of being deceived? How does a person deal with that? Well, number one, great deception is, you're exactly right, you don't know you're being deceived. Right. So the first thing you ought to do is stop and think, okay, what am I getting wrong here? And the only way to do that is go to the Word of God. That's exactly right. You've got to go, exactly and right. not just in any church that preaching wokeism or you know excerpts from the Bible. You have to go to the unadulterated power of the Word of God from Genesis to Revelation and read it, and you know get under conservative, godly scholars to understand what is being said to you. That's exactly right. Well, the in the world that we see today, we just have mass deception and the part of the problem is jesus said uh it, this is the parable of the sower he's talking about the sower sows the word and at the end of the parable he says to him who has more will be given and he will have an abundance to him who does not have even what he has will be taken away he was talking about truth and so every time you receive truth it qualifies you for more but every time you reject it you you qualify for more deception and so what about what about the people today that are deceived i know there's levels of deception is there any hope for them? I mean, is it is it worth a person watching out here and they have a husband or a wife or a friend or a family member and they're deceived? Is it worth appealing to that person? Mm. How do you deal with that? Well, you had mentioned a scripture and I want to go back to 2 Thessalonians chapter right. 2. The reason deception is being unleashed on the planet is because they've rejected the truth. Right. They love a lie. And so God has sent them a powerful delusion. Well, that delusion is being ramp rampaging around the world right now, both in the secular world and the Christian world. So I would say there is hope for everybody who will listen and say, okay, I need to stop right now and figure out what is going on in my life. Am I being deceived and what do I need to do about it? And that's why, you know, you go through the book and that's what you begin to understand. You know, these these exercises we have in every chapter so helps you. Talk about some specific areas. And I know in your book you reference some specific areas. 
What are some of the specific areas today that people need to watch out for in the area of deception? Yeah, Troy, you want to? Yeah, so, I mean, you know, as a journalist, we see just massive amounts of fake news, propaganda, what the military calls psychological operations, probably being, you know, promulgated yeah. by China and some of our enemies. And the purpose of this is sort of demoralize us, take the truth away from us, you know, push us away from our Judeo-Christian roots and, and biblical roots of this country and, and, so, and sort of weaken us. And, and so we're seeing this happen on, a, on an unprecedented scale. We're, we're watching the World Economic Forum roll out the Great Reset right. Plan. Right. You know, President Joe Biden just talked about the New World Order, and we need to lead it as, as America. I mean, this is a complete, you know, repudiation of everything this country was founded on. And so we wrote this book in order to wake people up about the, this unprecedented deception that's going on today. And so we take people through different, uh, you know, exercises at the end of each chapter on how to walk in the supernatural power, protection, and provision of the Holy Spirit, which is going to be crucial as we move into these end time events. Absolutely. Well, let's talk about different different areas, like, for example, the church. Um, now, Jesus told a parable in Matthew 25. Matthew 24 is all about the end times. In Matthew 25, he tells two parables in a true story about judgment. And the first parable was the parable of the virgins. And five were wise, and they went into the marriage supper of the Lamb. Five were foolish, and they didn't. According to Jesus, when he returns, half the church will be false. And so what we see today, and you were talking about going to a church that's a Bible-believing church, what you see today is churches, well, churches just dividing. Methodist Church, Presbyterian Church, Episcopalian Church. This week, there was a division in the Episcopalian Church over issues such as homosexuality right. and gay marriage and those kinds of things and tran the trans stuff. And so when, when you talk about the church, how do you, how do you choose a church that, that is worth going to? How do you know if you're in a bad church, another way to say it? Well, first of all, I think we're in a period, Jimmy, to address what you were just talking about. There's a separation going on. That's a separation. Between sheep and goats. That's right. It's happening right now. And yeah. Jesus said it would happen That's right. before the end. And so as we see this separation going on, we have choices we have to make. Who are we going to follow? You know, I tell pastors all the time, you can follow the culture and keep your uh, people and make them happy, or you can follow the Bible. Right. And, and right. some people are going to be unhappy. Right. So how do you know what church you're going to? Well, what is that church speaking about? What are they preaching about? Are they preaching their own doctrine, the cultural doctrine, the doctrine of racism and wokeism and all that? Or are they preaching out of the straight out of the word of God? And are you being ministered to in the, in the sense that your life is changing, that you're becoming more like Jesus Christ? The church is great at making converts, they're not so good at making disciples. That's right. And that's what we say about already. We have to have, Jesus said, go make disciples a follower of Jesus Christ. Right. So Jesus has to be preeminent and all his t teaching and doctrine have to be, be preeminent in our lives so we can be followers. Well, that's exactly right. When you talk about the military guide to disarming deception, so let's talk about disarming deception. And so in the spirit realm, you know, we've been given authority. Jesus told us in Luke 10, I've given you authority over serpents, scorpions, over all the power of the enemy. So how do you deal with Deception. How do you deal with this spiritually? 
Well, you know, about six years ago, my wife suggested I start keeping a log of things that seem miraculous in our lives. You know, because we've got a small group that prays for us and another larger group that prays for us. It's now 145 pages long with like 150 entries of miracle after miracle oh after miracle that's occurred in our lives. And it's just absolutely amazing. And so if you if you delve into the Word of God, if you, you know, if you pray every day, spend time in devotions, you know, you put on the full armor of God. You, be, you become the soldier of Christ that God has called us to be. You know, we believe that we could be on the verge of the final harvest, the great end times revival, mm. and God's calling together a great army of, of soldiers and warriors to, to help bring this, this final harvest. So this is a very exciting time to be a, a believer. It is an exciting time. I mean, it's in the sense of the end times. I mean, it's all happening. You know, it's just it's all unfolding. Jesus said, when you see these things begin to happen, look up. You know, if you don't if you don't keep your perspective right in the end times, it can be overwhelming. Jesus said men's hearts will be failing them from fear. And so there are believers enjoying miracles and in an intimate relationship with God. There are also believers who are overwhelmed and they just depressed, discouraged, you know, those kinds of things. So, Colonel, for you, so a person a person feels as though that they're being attacked. You're being attacked by anxiety, by depression, suicide whatever it might be. In other words, it's a spiritual attack uh, against you, your mind, your emotions, whatever it might be. How do people deal with that? Well, you know, Jesus said we're in the end times, especially we're going to suffer persecution. Yeah. People are going to be coming after us. Uh, you're a target. I'm a target. Troy's a target. People right. who are in the church are targets. And so these these symptoms of depression, anxiety, they're, they're out there, but there are ways to combat them, as we talk about. And one of the ways of combating them is, is what does God say? Yeah. You know, uh, back in the Adam and Eve, you know, the world's deception is bringing it back where the, the devil tells Eve, did God really say? That's right. So the first thing that, God, that the devil is putting in your mind is deception is, is that really the word of God? Yeah. Uh, as one mega church pastor just recently said, I don't even want to read the Old Testament. I'm tearing it out because oh, yeah. that's just not part. Oh, yeah. And uh, it'll remain nameless. Uh, but the fact, <laughs> the fact of the matter is, I come against that in the name of Jesus. Right. You are not the one, the authority to tell me what is in the Word of God and what is not in the Word of God. Right. You know, we have the Council of Trent and Nicaea and all the other councils. So, you know, we go to the Word of God, and when when the Bible, when preachers start de-emphasizing the Word of God and start saying God didn't really mean this, talking about slavery and talking about racism and talking about all these things. we got to go back to the Word of God and say, what did God really say? That's right. you know? And so when people are having depression, anxiety, you know, every time I go through these battles, you go through a battle, I go back to what did God say about right. this? Jesus himself said, in this world, you're going to have tribulation, right. trouble, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. You know, absolutely. In Psalm, Psalm 107, 20 says, God sent his word to heal them and to deliver them from all their destructions. And that was the verse when my wife, Karen and I got married, we were both unbelievers until we got married. But literally, she woke up. Every, she had the worst self-esteem of any person I'd ever mm. met. Battled. Constantly. I remember you talking about yeah. that. Well, the word healed her. Is waking up every day and reading the Word of God. It literally healed her and delivered her from the destructions. And that's the thing that a lot of believers today, they're just not reading. They're not in the Word. They're not in church. A lot of people now, because of COVID, they're not in church any longer, and so they're drifting further and further away. Well, the, as you know, the further you get away from the gravitational force that's good, the more the other gravitational force is going to pull you in. 
So people are being sucked in by the devil because they're not standing on the word of God. Let's talk about marriage for just a minute. So uh, a lot of couples are under attack. You know, their marriage is under attack. And one of the greatest deceptions that has come uh, into marriage is I have the right to be happy rather than I'm covenanted to you for the rest of my life till death do us part. I remember I was pastoring 40 years ago in 1982 and I began to hear people say, I have the right to be happy. I'd never heard that before. But then it became a mantra is I have the right to be happy. And so today we see a world of people living together, a world of immorality where people, it's no longer about my relationship with God or my commitment to mm -hmm. my marriage or family. It's just about my right to be happy. Is that part of the deception? Oh, absolutely. I have a degree in counseling and did a lot of that in my military days, thousands of hours of it. And uh, you're exactly right. It's all about what do I get? It's like people picking churches. They pick churches not because what the church can offer, but what can I, you know, what kind of programs can you give me? What, you know, what is the benefit for me? And the same in the marriage realm. But the fact that here's what I tell people, and they seem to think this is one of the greatest things. I said, if you're married today, and you're not going to make it unless you and your wife are pre speaking the word to each other. Right. You're reading the word. You're studying the word together. And the most difficult thing of all is praying together. That's right. But that's what we do. That's what my wife and I have done many, many years. And if you have that cement and you have that glue, uh, no devil, no deception is going to pull you apart. I've told you that my wife and I pray together. You know, we're in the word regularly and things like that. We've been married 49 years and I think we're going to make it. I know, think so. So. <laughs> <laughs> so Troy, tell me, how does complacency spread deception? Yeah. So in, in the military, they say that com complacency can kill you. So this is what we're seeing in America now. We're, we're complacent. We have Russia threatening us with nuclear war. Uh, China is, you know, trying to become the world's dominant superpower and, and take us out. I mean, and the root of this is, is the devil wants to take out America because he knows if he can take out America, he can institute the the, right. you know, the new world order, rise of the Antichrist and everything. So so it's it's the, the Bible, you know, repeatedly tells us Jesus told us to be ready to watch for signs of his return. And we're now seeing unprecedented signs that he's, he's you know, his, his return could be soon. Yeah. You know, I, for the last uh, dozen years, I've interviewed probably over 200, you know, major faith leaders, experts in every field you could possibly imagine. But Billy Graham told me several years ago, signs of the end times are converging for the first time since Jesus made those predictions. Wow. And it's just, an old, you know, like a recent Lifeway poll said nine in 10 pastors now see signs of the end times in current events, yet only a small percentage are, are telling their congregations about this. Mm -hmm. So. We've, we've got to get ready. We've got to get prepared. We've got to start watching for the signs and, and get involved in this fight. Or, or, you know, we can potentially lose this country and lose the ability to stop uh, being able to preach the gospel. And through complacency, mm -hmm. you know, just by good people not doing anything. And I certainly hope that the things that you're talking about that we're all seeing every single day, I hope that we get upset enough to pray, mm -hmm. upset enough to spread the gospel, upset enough to vote and to do something about it, because we could very easily lose America. Mm -hmm. And we're seeing that. So talk about discernment. Okay, so how you're, how do we discern everyday life? You know, because we have an enemy that doesn't rest. Uh, we have the media, we have all the different, you know, methods, social media, which is unbelievably dangerous to a lot of the people who are watching it. How do you use discernment to protect yourself? Well, first of all, discernment is a gift that God needs every one of us. But to, to develop that gift is a process. 
It doesn't happen overnight. You get into the Word of God, you get into prayer, you get into going to the right church, and all of a sudden, all these things begin to come into your heart, and God begins to develop this gift. Is this, uh, is this of God, or this is not God? And then you can ask the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, is this true? And God will enlighten you. And you know, when the FBI uh, talks about uh, training their officers, they don't study all the false uh, counterfeit monies out there. They only look at the one true really American good. dollar. Yeah. And they're so good at that, they know everything else is false. That's really, really good. If you know the Bible, if you know the Word of God, you're going to be able to use discernment. And discernment would always line up with the Word of God. If the Holy Spirit's telling you something's right or wrong, it's always going to lie. So how does Satan distort Christians' view of the Trinity, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit? Mm. Well, it, this goes back thousands of years. It's just, it's, the Trinity fight has been since the days of Jesus yeah. and beyond. And so... Uh, there's people out there who said, well, there's only Jesus, or, or there's only one God, and he's Allah, or he's the Father, and there's no Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. But it goes back to, wh what does the Word of God say? Right. You know, Jesus himself said, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, the Apostle Paul, throughout all the scriptures. While there's no set doctrine that says, okay, this is the Trinity in the Bible, it, you know, discernment comes into play, and we look at, okay, we know from studying the scripture, there is a father, there's a son, and there is a Holy Spirit. Right. And it's, it's perfectly clear as you look at the Bible throughout Genesis to Revelation. So talk about some of the, the psychological operations, the psychological warfare of the devil. You know, when the devil's coming against you, when an enemy's coming against another enemy. Talk about the, you're using psychology, just like Putin's doing right now. Oh, absolutely. You know, I mean, he's using it every day. But what about how do you protect yourself against the, the different types of operations the devil uses to try to deceive us? He, he, I have a friend that says, uh, you know, the devil's playing 12 dimensional chess while we're playing, you know, two dimensional checkers. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and so we, we need to up our game. And so that, that's part of the, the, uh, the idea of this book is to help, you know, take what the Bible tells us about how to overcome the devil's uh, tricks and, and, de and deceptions, how to see through them, how to discern them, and then, you know, how to, you know, apply this to your life. You know, if we put on the full armor of God that the Apostle Paul talks about in, in right. Ephesians, uh, you know, the breastplate of righteousness, the, the word of the, the spirit and, and truth and all these different things, then we can, you know, we can see through the devil's deceptions and be victorious in life and be used by God and, and fulfill our destiny. That's really good. The military guide to disarming deception. Let me just go through some of the chapters here because I was looking through this earlier. Really, really good chapters. Um, complacency can kill you. We talked about that. The Great Rebellion, as you're talking about apostasy that we see going on right now, that's the fulfillment of that. Subversion. What does that mean? Well, in the military, uh, we send psychological teams out. Uh, when I was in Afghanistan, you were talking about PSYOPs just earlier. Um, the Taliban was out there subverting, trying to subvert us by going to the tribes and telling them, hey, if you work with the Americans, we're going to kill you. You know, and we're going to go out winning the hearts and minds by giving them goods. And so there's a huge fight going back and forth. And subversion is that is that tactic the devil uses against us to say what the serpent said to Eve. 
did God really say? He's subverting the word of God. He's putting a little bit of doubt. You know, the devil doesn't come with you with pitchfork and red horns yeah. and, you know, and say, hey, I'm here, the devil. No, he just tactically behind behind the scenes and whispers in the ear, God didn't really mean you couldn't live together. Right. Go ahead and live together or go ahead and do this or go ahead and do that. It's not really against the word of God. That's subversion of the word of God. Wow. So this is, so your first section is called Spiritual Deception. I, you know, as you guys are talking, I wish every couple would read this book together. Uh, I think it would be great for parents to read this with their kids in the world that we're living in. Kids are under constant attack. I mean, they're just constant attack. But your second section is called Deception in the World System. I love this chapter, Night Vision Goggles. And what does that mean? Well, um, the Army uses night. See, we own the night. That's our motto in the Army. We went to war in in Iraq, in Afghanistan. They couldn't fight at night. We could. Yeah. Uh, our helicopters have night vision goggles. We, we can see clearly what's going on, and they cannot. So night vision goggles is what we need to put on spiritually to see and discern what's really going on on TV, in the media, in the world, in our government. If you don't wear those goggles, if you don't get the discernment, if you are not reading the Word of God, you can't see what God is trying to show That's you. That's really good. Well, I've got a friend, and he's a pastor, and he um, has been so upset about the local school system. This is a very conservative area of the country. And they, he has had increasing numbers of parents come to him and say, you cannot believe what's being taught in our public schools. So he became involved and he went and met with the school leaders and things like that. Well, they just said to him, they were teaching material from Lady Gaga. Mm. If you can imagine, just very liberal, woke kind of material in a very conservative school system. Well, the parents began to rise up. And so the pastor began to preach about it from his pulpit. He said, I was shocked at the amount of backlash I got from my congregation members. Very Bible-believing church, very conservative, because many of the church members are being indoctrinated at work. Uh, one of I talked to a guy last week that he works for a huge uh, aircraft company, and they now have to give their pronouns, the Christians, to the company. And if they don't, they don't get any government contracts. Exactly what you're talking about. Satan has such an advantage in the darkness and Christians, Christian people in conservative areas and in conservative churches are being affected. Yeah. Can I say that yeah. one of the lies in our churches, you just hit on that, and I don't want to miss this point because it's very good. If the lie of the devil is you can't be a pastor and stand up and talk about politics. That's a lie from the pit of hell because our country is, was in, was founded on the church, not on the government. That's right. And that our, our pastors have the right to speak the truth and... Uh, our parishioners are being subverted into believing that's not the case, but that is the case. We need to stand up for what is true. Well, that's exactly right. And the thing is, so many of these things are moral issues. I mean, we're moral leaders. That's right. You know, and so I'm not talking about taxes. I'm not talking about paving roads. I'm talking about trying to teach kindergartners that they're the wrong sex or something like that. So excellent, excellent book. Uh, now this says in intellectual deception. Technology, evolution, and UFOs. Wow. So you got to talk about that. Now. Well, that's a long subject, but <laughs> let me just say this. Um, you know, the lie of evolution is pre so prevalent that people buy into it. Even Christians, Bible-believing Christians. Look, we did not evolve. We were created right. by God. That's right. And that this evolutionary lie, which is taught in all our universities, and what you know what? The professors know it's a lie because... 
our modern technology points to the fact that it can't possibly be true. That's exactly right. And so they're, they're perpetrating lies in the university, in our churches, about evolution and technology, the lie that technology is going to be God, that God, technology is going to save you. It isn't going to save you. That's right. You know, so we, we talk about that in great length and detail in the book. Well, I, I encourage uh, all of our viewers uh, to get this book, The Military Guide to Disarming Deception, Colonel David Giamana and Troy Anderson. Excellent book. And if you're in college, if you're in high school and you're going to college, if you have a young person in high school or college, get them this book and read this with them or give this to them because the deception is just off the charts and people need to have the tools to battle the deception that's going on in the world today. And I really do appreciate you guys uh, being with with me. God bless you. And also, you have a beautiful piece of glass back here. You want to talk about that? Yeah. Chris McGahan, who's in our studio with Marianne, is a world-class glass blower. And actually, Donald Trump has one of these in his office. Wow. And this is made up of broken pieces that uh, Chris has put together from broken pieces. And it's like God. He takes all the brokenness of our lives and puts it back together, and we become battle-ready. Well, this vase, uh, the red and orange, the flames of the Holy Spirit, kind of just tells us that God is putting the church and us back together, and it's one of the symbols, a great symbols of battle-ready, and we're so grateful to have this because we're, we get to talk about how God takes the brokenness. You bet. Uh, 1 Samuel chapter 22, verse 2 says, He had 400 men that David met in the cave of Adullam. And these people were disgusted. They were tired. They were in debt. They were depressed. And David got them all together and said, Look, we're going to battle this together. And they became the army of God. Yeah. And that's what this face is all about. I love this. Absolutely beautiful. And the, they did a wonderful job on it. So God bless you guys. Thank you for being with me. Yeah, and bl so blessings on your book. Now your book is coming out on August the 9th. Right. Okay, so yeah. Amazon.com. can be pre-ordered right now. Okay. And p churches are ordering it, conferences, people. And uh, and there's going to be a workbook that comes out with it soon, too. And, and by the way, Military Guide to Armageddon, there also is a workbook on this. Yes. And th this is a, a wonderful resource, too. Now, uh, any personal email addresses or anything or websites you want anybody to go to? Sure. Uh, I'm at uh, TroyAnderson.us, and we have battle-ready.org. And they can get me on Twitter under G. There's only one Giamona all over Facebook, Twitter, and DavidJGiamona.com is my personal website. Perfect. God bless you guys. Uh, Thanks for thank being with I want to thank you for watching this Tipping Point clip, and I want you to subscribe to the channel. I want you, if you're not a subscriber, go ahead and click subscribe there. And thank you for watching and subscribing. I want you to join our Tipping Point community at endtimes.com. For $7 a month, you can subscribe and you have a seven-day free trial. So if you just want to check it out for seven days, go on endtimes.com, check us out for seven days. But I can promise you, you're going to love the content. You're going to be getting the Tipping Point show, the full show, every single week, as well as articles and video content from great teachers like Greg Laurie and Mark Hitchcock and, of course, myself. Be sure to subscribe to be notified when we release more videos like this. God bless you.